Hello and welcome everybody. Thank you for joining. We're here with another session of Open Diner. Our topic today is what can we learn from nature? This is a cameras on event, so if you could kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find that it helps us to connect to each other. Everything in nature is interconnected and interdependent. Nothing exists in isolation. Each species in an ecosystem helps to, to sustain the entire food web. The earth is completely dependent on the sun's energy. The trees give us oxygen. Connections in nature are an important scientific fact. Connections in nature are the very basis for the existence of everything, including us. True, Rob. You know, but however, unlike any other creature on earth, people live according to the opposite principle. Most people believe, because of maybe what we're taught, that we're all separate individuals among the separate individuals separate individuals among other separate individuals. And the earth we live on has fundamentally nothing to do with us. In order to be secure, in order to thrive and enjoy life, you have to dominate and compete. This is what we think. Therefore, we try to control and dominate. It's kind of baked in the cake, into the cake. It's not because we're bad people or dominators. It's just because of the story that we live in. You know, behind all the problems on personal, global, societal, Environmental levels, our separation and isolation from each other and nature are the cause of all those problems. You know, behind biodiversity loss, biodiversity loss, climate change, etc., all those things, in any time period you analyze, you're going to find human greed, selfishness, and apathy at the root of the problem. Yes, Roberta. We've been living this way for a very long time by no fault of our own. We, uh, we were taught that this was the, the way to survive and to thrive, and we thought it would make us happy. However, if you look at what's going on in the world and statistics, it's doing the opposite. There's more depression, substance abuse, suicide, gun violence, domestic abuse and divorce than ever before. Technology and social engineering are failing to make us happier, and the earth is in crisis. That's because we're doing the opposite of what all other parts of nature are doing. Excuse me. Instead of living in connection, we're living selfishly. This time in a pandemic has allowed us to pause and reevaluate what's really important. Now many are looking to go back to what was before the pandemic. We don't have to go back to something that didn't work for us. We can go forward into a better world that each of us helps create. Yep. If we come closer to, become closer to nature and try to resemble it, we can activate positive forces that actually help us create a better life. If we think of an ant colony or maybe a flock of birds, they work and live together harmoniously, helping each other and working as one unit. Grouping together offers safety and protection. They work together harmoniously as one body. Instead of competing, they help everyone succeed by working together. People are parts of nature, right? We are part of nature. And should strive to resemble the rest of nature, the perfection in nature. Nature operates according to the laws of love and connection. You know, love is an expansion of self, including another. 
When we love another person, their happiness becomes my happiness. Their suffering becomes my suffering, right? The future of humanity is to return to the relationship of nature and to all the beings and to all the human beings also, all beings, human beings, to fall in love with the world. Its well-being is my well-being, like Martha Luther King said. We must learn to live together as brothers or we will perish together as fools. This is more true today than ever before. So this is our topic this evening. Uh, it's going to be a good one. And this is a cameras on event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. Uh, we find that it helps us connect to each other. If you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, welcome. And please tell us your name and where you're from. Participate, answer questions in the comments. We'll try to read them. Stay on topic. Please remember to keep your answers short because we want to try to get to everyone. And remember to mute your microphone when you're not speaking. My name is Rob. I'm from Wales in the United Kingdom, and I am the newest member of the Open Diner team. Excellent. Great host. And my name's Roberta from Long Island, New York. And I'm Willie Starks from St. Louis, Missouri. And now, so we get a chance to know you, we're going to have an icebreaker. And it's going to be popcorn style, meaning when you're ready to speak, you unmute, you speak briefly. And when you finish, you, you remute yourself. So just imagine that we are sitting around one round table. We are put aside all differences. We are connected above any differences. Tell me one thing that you would bring to the table, starting with the first letter of your name. For example, first letter of my name is W, Willie. I would bring a bottle of wine. Because what's a gathering without a good bottle of wine? Now we hear from one of you. Yes, I'm mute. Hey, go for it. Oh, Susie, we can't hear you again. Maybe disconnect and reconnect. Let's think of Susie. This happened last week. Yeah. Okay, my name is Rob, and I am going to bring a radish to the table. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy it. My name is Dan. I'm from Canada. And I will bring a durian fruit, which can go with the radish. Be a real nice combo. Okay, I'm Roberta from Long Island. I'm going to bring more red wine because this menu so far, I need a couple of drinks. This is this is bad stuff. Radishes and the thing you brought, I know, is the worst smelling stuff in the world, right? Whatever you just said, Dan, I know about it. <laughs> so I'll bring red wine. All right, I, I have to bring something. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's something has to be added to this, you know, menu, and I will bring an apple pie. My Lisa, name is Linda, nice. in from New York, and uh, I'm going to bring lasagna. I am Rono from uh, Rotterdam, and uh, I'll second Lisa, and I'll bring another dessert. I'll bring a 
red velvet cake. I like dessert. I'm Nina from New York. I think we need a slightly more diverse menu. So maybe I'll uh, bring some nori and we can make some sushi. Are we missing anyone? Everyone gonna bring something? Do we have one from Facebook wanting to bring anything, Linda? Well, all right. Well, I'm gonna add something to the to the game. Okay. Now you can ask another person to bring something to the table, which starts with the first letter of their name. For example. I would say, uh, hmm, hmm, Rona, will you bring some rice? Okay, I will. I would ask um, Dan to bring some dates, lots of it. All right, how about, uh, yes, I'll bring those, Rono, lots of them. Nina, um, some, uh, some nachos. Hmm, nachos. We have a lot of carbs on the menu. I think we need some vegetables. Uh, Rob, would you bring some ratatouille, please? Oh, yum, yum. Yes, I'll, uh, I'll bring ratatouille, Nina. And uh, Roberta, would you bring some rhubarb, please? Rhubarb pie? Oh, we're going to have rhubarb salad or rhubarb pie? <laughs> I'll bring both. I'm good like yeah, that. Yeah, both. I'll bring both. I always would anyway. A lot of R's here, I just noticed. So, um, Linda, can you pre please bring some... I was going to say lizard. Can you please bring some, uh, oh, geez. Somebody help me. I, I, I totally lost Leftovers. My... <laughs> Leftovers, but not from Dan's. Thank you. <laughs> Leftovers, but not from Dan's with his Darian. Uh, some luscious velvet cake. Lo, lo mein. Okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's left? Who hasn't... Uh... Looks like we lost uh, Susie. Oh, yeah. Elisa, would you bring some apricots? I would love to, yeah. One of my favorite, you know, um, fruits. And and uh, I think, uh, Willie, we will ask you to bring whiskey. All right. I can do that. <laughs> okay. I think um, anyone that left that haven't been asked to bring anything, we're having a short list. You know, um, we well, David, have enough. Excuse me, on Facebook, David said he'll ask Dan to bring some Doritos. <laughs> All right. Did I hear anybody bringing meat? I heard a lot of vegetables. A lot of dessert. Where's the meat? Where's my lasagna? 
Oh. Oh, there's so little meat and lasagna. <laughs> Please, make that homemade. Don't bring that stool box. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, on YouTube, on YouTube, David asked Willie to bring wonton soup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to get a recipe for that one. We have Japanese, Italian, some weird radishes on the menu. <laughs> Very diverse. Where, where is Darien from, Dan? Is that uh, Africa? Uh, Southeast Asia, mostly. I, okay. I think the, the Indians get into fights over it if, you know, people leave it in their cars and stuff, I think. It's funny that you say that they ban it in certain hotels and you can't even, this stuff, just so everybody knows, the smell of this stuff is the most horrendous thing you could ever smell. But to other people, it's like sweet as honey. Go figure. What is it? I've never heard of it. Fruit, right? Well, I'll let Dan explain. You know what Dan is, Dan, obviously. It's, it's a fruit, and uh, it, uh, it can range from tasting like a, like a horse to like something beautifully and sweet. And it's, it's, its aroma is extremely strong. It sticks to everything. And uh, it can be very a very pleasurable fruit, or uh, you know, but to each their own. It's a very diverse fruit. What's it called again? Uh, durian. I think it's durian. Durian or durian? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've had it a few times. Well, I guess we have a round selection. That's going to be brought to the table. So we should have a, a great meeting. We open our hearts to one another. Absolutely, Willie. Open our hearts. That's what this show is all about. Open our hearts and connecting um, with one another. Um, so, shall we move on, guys? Yeah. So now we're going to watch a video. This video was made by our great friend Gary. You might have noticed that Gary hasn't been with us for the past few shows. He's having some health challenges. So let's all think of him and send him some love. We hope he will be back with us soon. Video please, Rona. think of examples of connection found in nature, often the images that come to mind might be those of an ant colony, or a flock of starlings, or even massive schools of fish, all moving together in harmony as if they were just one being. It even seems like there is an unspoken language that exists between these different species that keep the whole organism thriving, working, and cohabitating together. When we compare the social structure of these different species to that of modern man, it raises many questions concerning how we relate to one another and the current plight of the human condition. What is the actual impact on our planet as a result of broken relations between us as humans? Is it possible that the root of the issues that we are facing today, such as war, poverty, crime, and the Earth's ecological crisis, all stem from the lack of connection between human beings? Let's take a closer look. 
Let us first take a look at the practice of labeling as an example relating to broken relations between people. We live in a society that has become obsessed with this practice. Using it here is defined as to assign to a category, especially inaccurately or restrictively. Examples of this would be statements like, he is fat, she is pretty, that race is, etc., etc. If we honestly think about it, for most of our lives we have heard and accepted many of these labels unwittingly on a subconscious level and allowed these to determine our willingness to connect with others or not. How is this phenomenon influencing our current view of the people around us? Are we unknowingly judging others based on preconceived notions that have been embedded within our own psyche? If so, how do we begin to reverse engineer this process that has been stamped on us that creates the illusion of separation so that we can come into a space where we begin to emulate nature that is balanced, unified, and whole? Connection is the key, and nature readily lends itself as the blueprint for how we as humans should begin to relate to one another. Everything in nature has a role to play. Even though there are all different roles that are being expressed through nature, they are all connected, balanced, and unified to complete one overall picture that sustains the fabric of life on the planet. As we begin to move in the same direction in our connections with others, we no longer relate to each other from limiting viewpoints, which causes separation, such as societal labeling that we use as an example. Rather, we begin to focus on the things that connect us as one organism, like the ants, the starlings, and the schools of fish, which always operate from the aspect of the whole and not individual interest. There are no egoistic calculations of differences or separation that enter into the collective awareness of these species. They are unified in one purpose, which is to the benefit of the entire organism as a whole, leaving them in a field of equilibrium with all of nature. Within our collective consciousness, we are all aware of having a desire to connect, and we feel the need for it. We could even go as far as to say that our survival is absolutely dependent on this. We live in a society today that only seeks self-interest, from the average person on the street to the highest levels of government, and we see the end results all around us, such as war, poverty, misery, and a sense of hopelessness. Let's ask this question to ourselves. What could we begin to create together out of agreeing to be in equilibrium with nature through building authentic connections with one another? What if we decided to be in agreement to see past all of the illusions that seemingly separate us? We truly have a chance here to actually create a completely different reality than the one that we have been creating thus far. Let's begin to connect and integrate as part of the naturally occurring processes that we see unfolding all around us within nature itself. Let's begin to work together to build these authentic connections. The ironic thing here is that nature has the uncanny ability to correct itself, to restore balance and harmony. We are a part of the system whether we agree or not. We have an opportunity to run willingly ahead of nature, to equalize with it, for the benefit of all. 
The other option is to remain self-serving and egoistic in our relations with others, only to be pushed from behind. I think we had some technical difficulty, um, but I think we got the gist of the video, right? We're going to have a workshop now, but first we're going to look at some etiquette rules that we use every week. And these things really, these tools really do help in life, which I've noticed, and a lot of people have said this to me, and also obviously for our evening tonight. So we're going to put it up on the screen, and I'll just go over it. It's good we read them together. One moment. Unless you think you're going to play the end of the uh, the video. I don't think there was much left. Was there, um, Rob, or, or actually Rano? Or we're good? No, good? that's what, that was out of it. Okay, so we didn't miss anything. It just got choppy at the end, unless it was me. All right, so let's uh, look at the etiquette rules. We can get them on the screen. I guess we'll have no etiquette tonight. We're just going to go wild. What do you everybody think? Free for all. Now we can. Here's the etiquette rules. I tried. No, there's us. But that's good. We see where we're going to go. Who's here? There's double of us. Double the power. No? Double trouble, maybe? Okay. So round table etiquette. Obviously, we're here to build a space of support, love, care, and warmth. That's what we do here at Open Diner. And we learn that everyone is equal and very important, which is very true. Picture you at a round table. And we'll, there's no head to the table. So we go around the table, we speak briefly and on topic. We listen attentively to everyone. Sometimes if I know with myself, I do this often. If I, someone's, and I have to speak next and someone's before me, I'm already thinking, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? But if I would have listened to the person before me, I would have, you know, just added to it and it would have sounded wonderful instead of just my idea. So listen attentively. You never know what you're going to hear from the person before you and after. And there are no right or wrong answers. The truth will actually come from the center of our connection. So this should be a, a wonderful discussion we're going to bring up uh, tonight about the video we just watched. So the first question we have, and what we're going to do, we'll have a list. We're going to put it in the chat. Our friend Elisa is going to put us in the chat, and we'll go in that order. I'll call you out if you don't have the chat in front of you. So the first question is, how can we begin to restore balance and harmony with nature and each other? How can we begin to restore balance and harmony with nature and each other? So if you're on Facebook or YouTube, please chime in. My great friend Linda here is going to read them towards the end of the round. So get your points in if you'd like to add. And uh, the first one on the list, we have Dan. So what do you think, Dan? I think, um, I think the question that we have to ask ourselves is why are we out of balance in the first place? If you go to anybody on the street, if you say, hey, do you think the path to prosperity is connection and working together and loving one another? Everyone's going to say yes. Every person you meet, that's like 100%. Eh, maybe a few that don't. But so why aren't we doing that? That's the really the big question for me. That's the discussion tonight. How and why, right? I just want to check before we continue. Susie, Let's hope you have some sound and we can hear you. I know you have sound. Try to unmute, say something. Mm, she froze. No, nothing. And plus you froze on top of it. It sounds like the, uh, can you do it from your phone possibly? 
Try your phone. Let's hope Susie gets um, some, uh, let's think of her. She's trying so hard to connect two weeks in a row. So, okay, so let me uh, look at the next person. Thank you, Dan, for sharing. Nina. Yeah, um, that's a good question that Dan posed. Um, if we look at nature, it, it has a remarkable ability to bounce back. As, uh, as soon as we stop interfering with nature, like we saw that happen during uh uh, the beginning of the pandemic, like we also the, those pictures of clean um, Venice uh, canals and uh, biodiversity coming back and uh, um, swans uh, returning to Milan and the, all, all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it starts with our relationship to, to each other. And uh, through our relationships to each other, we'll naturally start to treat nature better. Otherwise, we're just, um, you know, if, uh, if we're just focusing on uh, nature, we're just uh, kind of putting a Band-Aid on the, on the problem. So start uh, treating each other better and uh, everything will improve. Nice. Very true. Willie, would you like to add? Yes, I would. Um, something that, that Nina said about nature, we always try to be in balance or we balance itself. And the only reason, some people may disagree with that and say, well, there are a lot of destruction that takes place through nature. But the nature is not trying to be mean or cruel. That's when the nature, someone had called nature to be out of balance. And now nature is taking action to balance itself. So that tells me that we all need to balance ourselves with one another. If we can balance ourselves with one another, we will understand and care about when we cross the line to cause an unbalance in the other person. That's so true. It's just balancing itself out. It's not trying to hurt us. Right. Alisa? Yep. Thanks, Willie. What do you think, Elisa? Yeah, uh, I think um, what you said is just so so beautiful. You know, if we will be balanced with, I, I think some, something happened. You know, with with us uh, during the development of humanity, we just we just forgot. You know that it's just all one one body you know it's not like nature is my garden where where i go grow you know flowers and and maybe tomatoes you know nature is this this you know earth and and planets and and cosmos and universe everything and we are part of it and if one part in our body doesn't work, we know that what, what happens, you know. So that's the part is a humanity part. And we need to get back to school and, and, and learn about the, the, the whole, you know, complicated and, and it's beautiful arrangement that that's, exists in nature and where we belong, what's, what's our mission is, how we should be working with this incredible system instead of trying to break it, you know. Beautiful. Thank you, Elisa. Susie, let's see if you have some. Connecting to audio, let's see. 
Can you say something? She froze again. No. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll come back to Susie, but we have Rano next. The question is, I'm sure you heard the question. I feel like I can read yep. it again. Maybe really uh, for the friends online, maybe. How can we begin to restore balance and harmony with nature and each other? Go ahead, Rano. I think I would continue what Lisa was saying. You know, we, we have to remember we are part of nature. You know, it's usually talk about nature as if something separate. You know, it's say the natural world. We are part of the natural world. We just have the ability to go beyond it and modify it. But, um, you know, um, all the modification are destructive. That is the problem. You know, we just make room for ourselves and forget that nature depends on us and we depend on it also. I think um, the um, correct attitude has to be that for us to, to try to make room for each other. You know, if we are inclusive of everyone, then, you know, we start seeing how nature is also a part of this equation and uh, everything would be in balance. But uh, right now we're so much thinking about ourselves that everything is being destroyed by our, our interaction because we keep grabbing. Next. Very true. Thank you, Rano. Uh, we have next Rob. Yeah, thank you, Roberta. Thank you, Rano. Uh, thank you, everyone. Um, I don't really know what to add because um, basically you've all all said it. Uh, that video was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, awesome video. Um, and I think what we see is that the whole of nature, which, yes, is one big system, uh, is all in harmony and in balance. Um, the only thing that isn't are us humans because we've got an, uh, an intellect, which is an ego, egoistic um, intellect, and therefore we have a choice. Um, so we can either live in harmony by choice, or we can um, reject harmony and live selfishly. And I think that's where the root of the problem is. We need to learn to live in harmony with one another and, and find that place in the system um, and our function in the system. Um, so I think that's where the, the struggle is. Thanks, Rob. Very true. You guys are so smart, really. The words, not smart, but like amazing conversation was starting here. Uh, Linda, would you like to add? Sure. Um, to restore balance, um, first of all, we need to just leave nature alone. Stop overcrowding it. Stop taking land away from the animals that they need and then complain when those animals come on our land and um, stop genetically modifying plants and everything and uh, just leave everything as natural. And um, as for us, well, we can only do what we can uh, to help us by bringing peace. Um, and on Facebook, I have um, Sippy saying, by understanding and agreeing that it all depends on the right connection between us in order to reach a balance in nature, we need to look inside and correct the attitude towards each other from an egoistic connection to a connection of concern and caring towards each other. And we can do it only together. And Paula said, by being good to one another and giving more than you receive. Very good. 
Thank you, Linda. Uh, yeah, also, Susie put in the chat, my response is to send more time, spend more time in nature to let her teach us more how to act. Sitting by the river, oceans teaches me tons, Susie said. So thank you, Susie, if you could hear us. And, you know, I'll just add, uh, it's so true. We are nature. I don't know who said it here tonight, but we keep forgetting. Like, we think we're up here somewhere and nature's just out there like a picture or landscape, right? But we affect everything. I mean, we have our minds, we have consciousness, all that. So we really pose a big thing to nature. But in the end, nature doesn't need us. They, they show in, I think if it was like a thousand years or 500 years, the earth would come just like it was a billion years ago. If humans disappeared. So nature doesn't need us, but we're really ruining nature and we're ruining ourselves in turn. Because truly, we are nature. It's our inner selves affecting our other inner selves. But anyway, let's go to the second question. We do have a second question here. Change starts with me. There you go. Change starts with me. How can I make this world a better place? Now, that's a, a big question. And a song also by Mac, Michael Jackson, How Can I Make This World a Better Place? But we're going to go through the same order again. Uh, we'll put the uh, question in the uh, chat. And we're going to start with, I believe, sorry, I wasn't ready. Sorry, friends. Dan. Close first. Dan, there you go. Dan, please. All right, what's the question again? The question is, how can I make this world a better place? Change starts with me. How can I make this world a better place? Is it possible? What do you think? I think it's possible if 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 you if you believe that it starts with you if you can accept that i think it's i think that's true and then i think the key is you're probably going to have to get others on board with that because i don't think you can do that on your own you're going to have to have a better environment for that i think okay true nina what do you think i think dan is right um it's also fascinating to me that, uh, you know, uh, we are parts of nature, but we, and we depend on all the other parts in order to sustain ourselves. We need clean water, we need the clean air in order to live, <clears throat> but yet uh, we're doing everything to destroy our planet and each other. Um, so what can I do? Uh, I, I can try to be less selfish. Uh, I can try to be more considerate of others and set an example, and uh, it'll be a ripple effect. That's all. Thank you, Nina. Willie? Yes, um, you mentioned Michael Jackson. So, according to Michael Jackson, Jackson, I'm going to start with the man in the mirror. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I couldn't pass that up. You set me up for that. But anyway, um, you know, when you, you think about nature, it's something that Nina said again. And what Dan was saying is that true, one person cannot make the change. But if we only look at it that way, who's going to start? So you have to find something or someplace where you can start. You have to understand that, uh, you know, it's about connecting with others by making sure that 
my decisions do not negatively impact someone else around me. I love it. So true. Rob? Yeah, thank you, friends. Yes, Rono, um, the pandemic uh, has, has a lot of lessons to teach us, but we just need to open our eyes and see those messages. Um, it's like the video and what the friends have added today. Um, nature, when left alone, um, gives an abundance of goodness to all um, creation. Um, we come along and we spoil it. So, yes, the change starts with me, but how can I make, how can I make this world a better place? By learning from nature and um, beginning to um, bestow love, kindness, empathy, um, friendship, all those positive traits um, to my neighbours, to my friends around me. But as Dan said, um, that can only happen if I have the like-minded people um, to share that with um, because you can only give love to someone that wants to A, receive it and B, reciprocate, um, etc. So yes, we need others, other like-minded people, but that's how we do it. We have to be like nature and learn to bestow goodness. We depend on the forest, the, the rivers, the animals, and we're destroying all of it. Uh, uh, we're depleting, you know, our farming practices are depleting soil of, uh, I was just reading something about this the other day, uh, of uh, nutrients that we need for survival. So now, you know, people have to take supplements because they're not getting the the nutrients they need from the food that they eat. And it's all because of our egos. You know, it, it's all a re reflection of uh, like somehow we think that we, the rest of nature uh, that does what it does and we can just do whatever we want and we'll somehow continue to exist. I don't think so. It, um, crazy. I think the uh, issue is, oh. Sorry. Oh. Go on, Dan, please. It, the question is really, like to me, it's it's not it's not the things that we break, right? It's um, why can't we stop? The, that's the bit. Why can't we stop? We're like a a drug addict. Uh, and the thing is, the most horrible thing to me is I'm included in that. Unfortunately, I thought I was righteous, but apparently I'm probably not. But I can't stop. I can't stop. Uh, and I think part of it is what the what, what what you guys are saying was the environment. It it forces me to to live that way to an extreme. Um, you know, that's definitely one of the issues. But it's my nature. It's my nature to. Um, you know, want stuff. And that's a problem. And I don't know how we deal with that, right? Rob. You know, oh, go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Um, gee, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, oh, dear. Yeah, um, because we have this intellect um, that gives us a free choice, it makes us think that we are separate. And we're not, we're part of one big system. But because we feel separate, then we feel that we have to protect our own little bubble, our own little domain. 
and that makes us very, very selfish human beings. Um, I want to accumulate more stuff. I want to I want to build a castle around me to keep out intruders, and I'll only let in who I want to let in, who fits in with my way of thinking and my way of living. Um, and that's what we need to get over. We need to start looking outward um, and looking as being a part of the system. Um, yeah, go on, Willie. Very quickly, I think. <laughs> yes, uh, I was just thinking what Dan was saying. I never really asked my question why of myself. I always thought about the question of why of other people. So this gathering today, the Open Dino, really helped me. And it's going to help me to be able to think in a different way, to see things differently. So thank you very much for your input. Thanks, Willie. It really does start a conversation. You know, I was thinking about it. Like I said, I was in the city today and I was watching people and what they were wearing, you know, people watching when I was having lunch. And uh, it's amazing, you know, people are dressing and, you know, with the expensive bags and shoes and sunglasses. And I was looking, this is the perspective that I come from a lot of times, right? We like you guys do. That's why we're on the same path as we look at things. And I said, it's amazing. What is everybody looking for? What's their goal? The goal is to be ba balanced with themselves and they're really looking for love. Because it's say, you know, I, I'll put, I have an expensive car or I have an expensive bag and they want to be say, oh, that looks good or you, you're, you did a good job. They're looking for love and it comes down to the balance of nature is just to be happy. That's the balance. So everybody's striving for these things to get, uh, uh, you know, accolades, to feel loved, to be at peace. But this thing went out of control because there's more and more stuff to get and bigger and shinier. And, you know, so these are great things to think of what we, what we spoke about tonight. Like you said, Willie, it does make you start thinking. It's not just trees and grass. It's, <laughs> I was going to curse, I was say me and my, you know, but <laughs> you know what I mean? So great conversation. Everybody, th thank you for uh, adding. Linda, you have nothing from Facebook. You said no, Fa YouTube, no. Okay, everybody's quiet. But that's okay, because now we're going to do something fun. Now we're going to really show off what we have. We're going to do the Open Diner Chair Dance, which we do every week. It's a lot of fun. Don't knock it till you try it. Um, I'm sure most of you know that we do, we do it each week. We're going to play some music when you are spotlighted. Just make sure when you're spotlighted on the big screen, do a little dance, something with your arms. I always do this move or this move with your hands and everyone's going to follow you. When someone else is spotlighted, everyone follows them. It's kind of like follow the leader. When you are spotlighted, you might see a message come up, but just saying that you're being spotlighted and it's your turn. Don't, you know, ignore, ignore it. Otherwise you're going to miss your turn. So let's uh, do some dance moves. We're going to have your cue to do move, to follow everybody and do your move. And we're going to listen to a crazy song now. This is not one of my favorite songs, but I'm, it's really wearing on me that it's, you listen to the words. Do some crazy moves with this crazy song. Take it. Said the bat to the rooster. Let me tell you something, mister, for me, flying in the dark is like walking in the park. So cover your eyes and chill out, and you'll see better, no doubt. If you shut your eyes, 
rooster or a bat Imagine that Answer the rooster to the bat My friend, let me set you straight Day or night, you do not mind Only because you That was amazing job. We, we we did that really well. Thank you, everyone. Roberta, that's not your favorite song. I'm so surprised. No. <laughs> yes, that's going to be my wedding song. The first song. <laughs> it's a fun song. That's what makes it like fun because it's like what a rooster or a bat, but uh, fun. That was good, friends. Yeah, it was really great. Oh, I had a nice time. Thank you all for joining and taking part. Please continue to join us every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time and 5.30 Central Time. Bring your friends. Tell others about us. I'm sure they could enjoy coming together and having this friendly fellowship. So we look forward to seeing you. I guess uh, we see uh, on our screen all the different places where you can connect. Facebook, Meetup, YouTube. Oh, the thing about YouTube, you can look at all the episodes that we have, uh, that we had. I'm not familiar with the that last one. But anyway, 
you see all the different places where you can connect and be able to join us. Exactly. So take part yes. in that, please. Yes, friends, and you can RSVP for our future events on Facebook and Meetup, and we'll see you all next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Thank you. Bye for now. Amazing. We have one request for the end of the week. Susie, get your mic fixed. Hey, Susie. <laughs> yes, and you have it's to so quiet and shy. Thank you. Otherwise, we'll make you sing at every event. You don't want that. <laughs> get ready. Have a great week, everyone. Till next Thursday. Thank Until you. then.